Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. Mark, good to see you, buddy. Happy New Year, Bill. It is a happy New Year. Wait, 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 wait. What time is it? Yeah. It's the 7th of January. But it's still a new year. You know, it's a baby year because it's only seven days old. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm out here because I already hiked. I'm not wearing a beanie cap today because I already hiked a couple miles this morning because I started this challenge called the Winter Hike Challenge, 75 miles by March 20th, which I don't care if people get the 75 miles. I just care that they get outside and enjoy yeah. it. And right. Hashtag winter, winter mm-hmm. hike 75. So I think it's going to be actually a good time and get some people some exercise. I know for me, I don't know how it is for you, but this time of year, it seems like if I'm going to collect weight, it's now. Oh, it's it's been the last two months. I right. mean, fall time, you know, it's it's like my body just wants to store up <laughs> fat, you know? <laughs> and it's like all the work I did all summer long, you know, I, I lost quite a bit of weight, and right. it's back. It's all back, you know? It's back. I was, you know, I was so proud of myself. Right, right coming kind of like out of Christmas, I'm like, well, this is pretty cool. I really haven't put on too much weight. And I've gone from that to being disgusted with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your challenges. I, I really do. I mean, you you Always challenged fine. me to, you challenged me, you're like, what did you say, push-ups. 150 push-ups by, by Monday. Monday or something? You yeah, know, and, and I'm, I'm like 70 maybe. Hey, cool. I know, I got to get some wrecked in today. Like when I'm studying, I'll, I'll go down right now. I'm so weak. I've gotten out of shape. I'm doing like 10 at a time. I know once I do it for a couple of weeks, I'll be starting to do 20 and 30 at a time, right. but it's just those first thing, like my muscles It's pathetic. Mm. Like my mom, it's like, it's not even rigor mortis, but it's just, they don't want to move. Like I'm yeah. just not, they're not used to working out and they don't want to do it. Like yeah. you first go down and do a push up. Your body's like, no. All right. Like, so this I is completely just probably more than a, an excuse than anything, but I just got off of COVID. Right. And I am pretty tired, you right. know? And so that plays into it a little bit, but it's not all of it. It's just a mind game, man. I mean, you just got to get after it, do it. It's, and once you start moving, right. you move. You and, know? and there's more light right now because it was sunset was at four, maybe 57, 56, somewhere in there. Now mm-hmm. it's already, I think at five Oh five less. I looked at it probably mm-hmm. even more now. Yeah. Probably later. So we're, even though it doesn't sound like a lot, hey, five, 10 minutes at the end of the day, it's still 10 minutes at the end of the day because you know you're picking up late in the yep. first part too. So, you know, I think it's exciting to see more light coming. And yeah, I did start this challenge with some friends on Instagram. I started off my one page, but uh, others have really supported me and backed me in it. And mm-hmm. so they're they're telling people about it. And I think we already had uh, one, one person tagged us from Philadelphia, some pe- person out in the Midwest. So who knows all, you know, where these tags are going to come from because it's Instagram. Cool. So it's kind of like a worldwide thing. Yeah. And you can write to us if you're doing it and you're on YouTube. You're not in, I'm not on Instagram. Right. I wouldn't be able to write to you on that. But if you're on YouTube or something, just put it in the comments. Yeah, yeah or I'll put it on, I could put it on Facebook too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could maybe, because yeah. my wife asked me if I was going to do it on Facebook. I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm not on Facebook a lot these right. days more. I'm not. But, you yeah. know, speaking of worldwide, I mean, Christ is worldwide and that's a good thing. So we're glad that Jesus Christ is worldwide. And, and we... What we did was we've been covering through John, and right. we're coming down these last five chapters or so, six chapters, and then we'll go into another book. Mm-hmm. But we stopped for Christmas because we wanted to talk about that, and then we took a kind of like a winter break yeah. around the holidays because mm-hmm. we had so much to do with video production, yes. getting ready for Christmas Eve services, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So today, I mean, it's kind of like, hey— Let's get back at it, and we're thankful because the church bought us a brand-new computer to yes. do these with, like a laptop, so Mark doesn't have to carry the big 
stationary computer down the stairs every week like he's been doing. Very much appreciate that. <laughs> right. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is nice because we have a dedicated computer yeah. for church ministry when it's coming to do these video things and I'll help with video editing uh, when yeah. you get to do that. When I hope Christmas it'll streamline it. I, I really do. It'll save me some time. And, yeah. Well, we appreciate the board saying, yeah, guys, yep. definitely, you know, supporting the podcast, supporting what we're doing. I think it's a great thing. But it says, let me just read this to you. It says in John 16, 1, I've said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. Mm. And the one thing with Christ going away and leaving the earth, he would die, he would be resurrected, he would return to heaven, he's going to send the Holy Spirit, he'll be talking about that. But in the meantime, when I'm gone, I don't want you falling away. And I really think that's an issue for Christianity, is that we not fall away. That we not get to that point where we're not still walking with Christ. And you see that sometimes it's sad. Somebody I knew uh, served a ministry here for a number of years, and Mm. I heard through the grapevine, Mm -hmm. as accurate as the grapevine is, I don't really know, but just that they were questioning their faith in God, do I even believe anymore? And you see them falling away. You see their marriage coming apart. And it's, this is a sad thing to me, you know? So, so it's a reality Christ is, Hey, I'm talking to you guys because I don't want you falling away. I think it is a reality that right. uh, over the last couple of years, especially some big names in the faith, you know, uh, public public names anyways, right. um, uh, have come out and just said, hey, I'm not following it anymore. I'm not right. doing it anymore. And this and that. It's like, I, you know, once you've tasted and seen, I don't know how you do that, you know, but I'm not saying I'm beyond that. I, I just... So here's the deal. You got to have perseverance as a saint, right? You got to yeah. you got to be able to persevere and you got to you got to be able to say uh, whether you respond in the way that I want you to is okay with me. You're God, I'm not. Right. Right? And so I think if I if I position myself in a in a in a way that's going to I'm going to walk away from the faith, I'm really saying I'm God now. You know? Uh, in in a yeah. lot of ways, yeah. You're yeah. There's no one higher that you need. That is a that would be a scary thing in and of itself to say. I mean, I don't uh. ever think that I'm all there is to need, but I I would think speculate that what we should be fearful of is the business of church, the business of of Christianity, mm-hmm. the religious aspects where you're going through motions and you're not trying to connect. And yes. I know for me, I think the biggest battle for me actually just distracted mind sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, just my mm-hmm. mind, so many different places. And I have so many things in my life that yeah. I allow that it's not blaming anyone else. I mean, I blame myself for, well, you know, if I'm distracted, well, that's because you're involved in so many things and you have to learn how to manage all that so that your thinking's on what your thinking needs to be going to your prayer life that when you're in your time of prayer, your focus needs to be on your prayer. Consistency, right? And, and right, be, yeah, right, that too, right. sure. And it, it, the thing that strikes me about this is that Jesus seems to somehow or another, he knows what's coming up here. Right. I mean, he, he, he knows. I'm going to be going triumphal entry. Right. I'm going to be, you know, coming up. And so he's, he's telling his followers beforehand there's going to be trouble up ahead. Right. You're going to, I'm not going to be here with you anymore. Stick with me. I'm right. still God. Right. <laughs> I'm still here with you, you right. know? And, and I think that's a, an encouragement all in itself. You know, no matter, Mark, no matter what I go through, uh, God's with you. you. Right. You can stay, stay, stay the course, you know? He's, and, he's with you. I think the key is, is the Old Testament passage we read, he's with you when you're with him. So true. Yeah. So I have to, 
like I never worry about God's moving. What I would worry about is I'm moving. I mm-hmm. need to keep my relationship fresh. And I've got some ideas. I like what somebody said about New Year's. Don't make, don't make resolutions. Uh, make routines. Yeah, that changing your routines—that's the important thing. Not just having a because re- once it becomes a routine, you don't have to worry about breaking a resolution. It's just part of your life. So there's certain things I definitely want to add in in this mm-hmm. new year into my life. I'm still mm-hmm. thinking about how do I do that because it's going to require getting to bed earlier, getting up earlier, and things like that. So I'm still in the process of, I've got it in my brain. I just need to make it in reality, but he doesn't want them falling away. And he said that they'll put you out of the synagogue. And one of the issues is there's going to be change mm-hmm. that if they were following Christ and if the people in the synagogue didn't believe that Jesus is really the Messiah or the Lord, then they didn't want the believers there. And so he said, they will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will mm. think he is offering service to God. Now, we've you, seen that. Well, we have, but Paul yeah. was that guy. Like the yeah. apostle Paul, right. when his name was Saul, I mean, he was, he was that guy where he was going through and tormenting and persecuting the church because he thought he was doing God a favor by chasing down Christians and trying to put an end to it. And then he met Jesus Christ and changed his life. And they will do these things because they have not known the Father nor me. But I have now they knew religion, but they didn't really know God. And that's Mm kind of what we've been talking about here is that we don't really want to know. We don't want to know just religion. You know, we want to know God. Absolutely. And he says, but I've said these things to you that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told them to you. I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you, but now I am going to him who sent me, and none of you asked me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. So he said, you know, I'm telling you guys I'm leaving, and they're sad about it, but he goes, you're not even asking where I'm going. I mean, he's going to go to be the mediator between me and God. Yeah, I I made a note in my Bible. I said, make sure you're asking the right questions. Make sure you're asking, period. Are you seeking? Are you even curious? Good point. You know, are you curious? He's astounded by this almost. He's like, I'm telling you guys all of this, and you guys haven't asked me once. Right. That's an interesting thing to think about. You know, it's like, man, I don't want to be that guy that's just completely off to the, you know, off to the side, doesn't know what God's up to. God reveals him. You know, he's revealing his, this plan this whole time and, and the disciples are clueless. Yeah. And it's a great thing that they're sad. I mean, that Jesus Christ is going to be gone. Mm-hmm. They love Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. They don't want anything bad to happen to Jesus. So it does make them sad as they contemplate it. He said, nevertheless, I will tell you the truth. It is in your, it is to your advantage that I go away for if I do not go away, the helper will not come. And that's yeah. helper capital H that's talking about the divine Holy spirit will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin Mm -hmm. because they do not believe in me. Now, he said they'll convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Yes. And those three things. I I really think that's an interesting thing, too. Number one, that he's going to send the Holy Spirit. Number two, that part of the role of the Holy Spirit is conviction. So sometimes you wonder, well, is the Holy Spirit really working in my life? You can go to conviction. And say, mm-hmm. well, do I ever feel convicted about anything? Do I ever feel bad about anything that I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Things that I shouldn't be doing? Yeah, absolutely. I but I think you got to be very careful that you're not looking for condemnation. Right. The Holy Spirit's never going to condemn those that are in Christ. Right. We are not. That's Romans eight one. We are no longer condemned in Christ. Right. So conviction feels different than condemnation. Okay. You know, conviction lifts. Actually, it corrects. Right. You know. 
uh, condemnation leaves you navel gazing. It, it's like I'm I I have no hope. Right. You know, uh, Holy Spirit will never do that to you. Right. You know, He'll convict you. He will right. point out what needs to be corrected. Right. Uh, and and it's my suggestion that you listen to that and you follow it and right. you correct it. You know, right. and that that comes through confession. That comes through asking for forgiveness. You know, and and we see in First John one nine when we confess. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, you know? But sometimes it's not a matter of he's not going to forgive us or that we're worried about being condemned. We're just, we're not doing the right thing, period. That's right. And a lot of times we don't do the right thing because we don't want to. Mm -hmm. And that's where you need the Holy Spirit to come along and say, you really shouldn't be watching that or you really yeah. shouldn't be talking that way right. or you really need to read your Bible more yeah. or whatever it is because there there are sins of omission, there are sins of commission. So, you know, if there's a sin of commission, you know, if I said something bad about you, gossip, well, that would be a sin of omission. If I was not praying, let's say, that could be, yeah. that could be a sin of I'm omitting what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not mm -hmm. doing the good that I'm supposed to be doing. Anyone right. who knows to do good is not doing it. That is a sin. Yeah, so, so, there's, so, so, so some it, sins are... Some sins are what I did. Some sins are what I didn't do. And sometimes the Holy Spirit needs to convict us about what we're not doing, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. Show me my hidden faults is what the right. psalmist says. Psalm you know? 19, yep. Yeah. So show me my hidden faults so I can correct them. You know, that's, that's right. our main goal here is to correct them. I also like to think of conviction as a positive thing. You know, this isn't a, it's not a bad thing. When the Holy Spirit convicts, yeah, it's a bad thing that you're doing something that, you know, he needs to convict you of. I mean, that's usually sinful. Right. Um, which, that's a bad thing. But it's a good thing when you have the helper with you. It's right. actually, another word for that is advocate or counselor. He's counseling you. He's my coach. He's my stand beside. He's like, hey, let's not do that. Remember right. who you are. Right. You're a child of God right. now. You know, you don't, you don't belong over here anymore. You know, he's convicting me of my righteous standing with God. Sometimes though, conviction is, I mean, emotionally speaking, it's taking you to the woodshed. Like you really oh, sure. do feel bad about it. And I think that's an okay thing because we have, there, there are certain things where when I understand my life and how I live, there's just certain boundaries that are set up by scripture that I have to follow. And that's where the Holy Spirit's convicting you. You're realizing where your boundaries are. Yeah. Because when we were kids, we used to go, and uh, one thing that we loved to do was to go, and I lived in the country on a dirt road. It was a half-mile walk to the bus stop every day. It was just rural, farmy fields and cows in the fields and things like that. So it was great for a kid coming from more of a metropolitan area and where it's house on house on house. Then mm -hmm. now they turn me loose on a dirt road and seeing cows, what cows do, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I'm like <laughs> looking at all this messes they make and you know, and I'm like, Oh my goodness, look at that. So I had no idea. But one thing we like to do is play with the electric fence. And it was one of those pulse fences oh, and wow. we would touch it and it would shock us, you know, it would just shock yeah. us. And then we would touch it and we'd all hold hands as brothers to see how far the right. shock would go. And then we would touch it with green branches. We would touch it with apples. We would touch it with like, it was like our own little science lab. We just kept touching, but after a while we quit doing it because it hurt. And even though it was only one of those more, not, it's not like the one where it feels like you stuck your, I mean, I've jumped probably three feet off the ground. I've tangled up with them. weed eating for a guy who owned horses. Oh, yeah. And my, my elbow hit it, it one hits time. you right underneath the armpit Whoop. a lot of times, you know. Man, I, you right I, I was clean off the ground. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't that kind. It was more kind of that pulse type 
that would just yeah. kind of send low, that low shock. voltage. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it would send a shock into you. And we used to do it, but we you learned after a while that's the boundary, and that's how the cows all learn it. They learn it. They come up against the fence. They get shocked. They learn that's my boundary. And conviction mm-hmm. in a lot of ways is the fence Agreed. that is your is teaching you boundaries. And I think yeah. it's interesting. The Holy Spirit's going to convict the world. Yes, the world concerning so, sin, the yeah. world concerning righteousness. In other words, conviction goes both ways. Conviction is about sin, but conviction is also about righteousness and judgment. Sin because they don't believe in me. That's one of the great sins. Again, a sin of omission. I'm not believing. Mm. There's nothing, not saying I did anything wrong other than I just didn't believe. So faith, we have to have faith concerning righteousness because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. So we need to keep living for the Lord. Mm -hmm. And concerning judgment because of the ruler of the world is judged. And obviously if you're going to play with the devil, you're going to get the judgment the devil gets. So you don't want to do that. So there is a convicting world. Uh, work, there is a work that the Holy Spirit is doing in the world. How about that? You know, we think about our friends, we think about friends who don't know the Lord. We think about friends who are wayward or family members who are out there. What a comfort to know. That's okay, because the Holy Spirit is not working just inside a Christian. The Holy Spirit's working in the bigger world, too. He he did with me. Right. (laughs) You know, I would have never come to God on my own. He he turned my heart towards God. You know, it was the it was the Holy Spirit that opened up my eyes. Right. And and pointed me toward the truth of Jesus Christ. You know, Um, I I was able to pray with a guy um, maybe two, three years ago here. And I read him scripture before I prayed with him. And then we prayed together. He received Jesus as a savior right then. He accepted Christ to be his savior. It was an awesome thing. I read him scripture right afterwards, and he goes, that's amazing. He says, I didn't understand what you read before I prayed, but when you just read that, man, I really understand that. And he said he felt like a third person was with us. That's wild. It was incredible to me, and he's still faithful coming. I mean, it was an awesome thing. Uh, That's what the Spirit of God does. Right. He makes, he, he, unveils our face right. the thing that we used to be blind to we now see right you know and that's the power of the spirit man i don't think we can overstate the importance of the spirit well, in our if, lives if you're out there just the concept of you know and maybe there's people who might hear the show that have never they don't come to church they're not mm-hmm. religious as yeah. they would i don't consider myself religious either but i'm just using the world's terms sure. in other words well i don't go to church so i'm not religious right i don't pick up my bible i don't read mm-hmm. it i don't understand it there is a power in life that's beyond just us and what we see there's something more to this world than the visible world yes i think that's something i would think that a lot of people believe that but they may not know what the true power is they may be looking more to stars they may be looking more Mm -hmm. to whatever vibes good thoughts things like that that people talk about y'all send good thoughts my way sending positive vibes your way and they think that that's the power there's a true power from God because God made this world. His Holy Spirit hovered over it when this world was made. His Holy Spirit is still involved in this world. And I think it's important for us to recognize there is a clear work of God that is going on in this world. And it may touch you at some point. It may touch you and open your eyes to realize, hey, there's there's more to it and get you thinking, may get you looking more so. towards the creator. So I think I, it's I think so. Thing. I think that's what Romans one tells us, right? Is that, that that people are without excuse. The creation itself is showing you the work of God, you know? Right. I mean, it, you, so, so it rains on the godly and ungodly. Right. You know, there's, there's general blessings that the Lord has bestowed on everyone. It doesn't matter if you know Jesus personally or not. Right. 
But the best thing you can do for yourself and the people around you is to come into a relationship with Christ Jesus, man. Right. Because that, as soon as you do that, this Holy Spirit that we're talking about right now indwells you. Right. And it's like nothing you've ever experienced before. Right. That's why I say it's, it has to go beyond an intellectual knowledge. Right. It has to, it, you have to experience it for yourself. Right. You know, and when he fills you with the spirit, you, I'm telling you that fruit of the spirit, that love, joy, peace, patience. Yeah. That and becomes really evident in your life. You don't have to be manufactured. He's going to do it. You're not, I'm yeah. not looking, I'm not asking anyone who's listening to the show to yep. produce anything. I'm just saying, that's right. Let the Holy spirit, let the God do his thing. I still may have, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father, what, right? has his mind. Yes. So all the father has is mine. Jesus Christ says, therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. So we'll conclude our podcast with just reading through verse 15. You guys can take this and read it yourself. Just get your Bible out and read John 16 and read through these verses. And you'll see these same truths that we're talking about today. We all hope that you have a blessed and awesome week and catch us in the next podcast. Where we're going to be talking about the rest of John 16.